Hey guys, happy Friday. We're all on like this journey in life and we talk about a lot, you know, trying to pursue and find meaning in our lives. And meaning for each person, you know, is so subjective to what's meaningful for you. So it can be elusive and it can be, it can change day by day. It can change by what stage we are in in our lives and what we find meaningful. Sometimes it's relationships, sometimes it's um, music, sometimes it's art, sometimes it's travel, um, all different types of things. Um, sometimes it's spirituality. Um, and, you know, I often ask myself, do we need Judaism to have a meaningful life? And surprisingly, the answer is really no, because you can find meaning in just life itself and just waking up and that's precious and beautiful and Judaism can bring a lot of meaning to your life, an incredible amount of meaning. But in fact, I was recently learning something, how that question itself is actually a bit of a distraction because if we, Judaism actually gives us something much deeper and more profound than that. And we see that in this week's Torah portion, it's called Yitro. That's the name of Moses' father-in-law. We'll get back to that in a moment. But it's this—it's the profound experience that we don't see in any other spiritual uh, history or and journey. Is that we have the story of God revealing Himself on Mount Sinai to give the Jewish people the Ten Commandments that will be, you know, their call for the rest of eternity. And what's fascinating is that if you would think, you know, if I was God, <laughs> to say such a crazy thing, if I was giving one message to humanity, wouldn't it be like, I don't know, what we would all say, maybe some of the golden rules, love your neighbor, care, give, I don't know, something a bit more abstract, something a bit more meaningful, and yet you hear the Ten Commandments, and the first two perhaps are more abstract, where it says, I, Anachi Hashem Elokecha, I'm Hashem your God. But then it goes very specific. I mean, do not murder, do not kill, honor your mother and father, father, remember the Sabbath, like, don't be jealous. Very specific stuff. And I think that to truly understand it, I think it's so interesting to contrast it to, for example, the American Constitution is that it's very focused and contrast, might be getting to the same place of a civil society. But it says, you know, how we all have the right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and, and the pursuit of happiness. And yet, in contrast to the, to the Ten Commandments, it's very specific, and it's about our responsibilities that we have to each other versus our right to live, our right to do things for ourselves. And Judaism tends to take this approach that when we're all fulfilling our responsibilities, everybody else is taken care of. And that shows up in society a lot. Like, you don't have... You have the right to live, but in civil law, you don't have the obligation to help somebody that you see drowning. In Judaism, do, you can't stand over your fellow's blood. Like, you have a responsibility. Do not murder. Do not steal. And then everybody gets taken care of. And what's fascinating is that there's all these big things of, you know, love, 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 and faith and spirituality. But when they're left to the abstract big principles, it's very hard to relate it to our daily life. And I think God gets this because the first sentence that God says is Anachi Hashem 
I am the Lord your, I am God who took you out of the land of Egypt. That's how God introduces himself, not as the God who created the world and who was the God of love, which he could be also, but the fact that firstly, two elements to this, when God introduces himself and says, I, the word Anachi, fascinatingly, is not a Hebrew word, it's Egyptian. And what he's saying is, is that I am God, and I am, it says your God, it's not a plural word, it's your personal, I am your personal God, who took you out of your Egypt. That's his introduction to all our responsibilities, really. And what he's saying is, I get the physical, material, challenging life that you live in, and all the limitations that you have on yourself, the challenges that you have to live with day by day. I am in your Egypt with you. If you think that you're going to find a spiritual life by negating this world, by negating your limitations and physical world, and just trying to find me in the big, you know, the big love statements, or just find me in the synagogue on the weekend, just find me in a holiday um, every couple of months, then you're missing the point. I am your personal God who I want you to find me in your day-to-day -day details. I get the fact that it might be a, your relationship with your parents might be a struggle. And therefore, I, when you turn to me as a source of healing, I can help you, despite that struggle, fulfill your, your, the honor that you need to give to your parents. Despite, you know, we may not need one to murder, but it might be very simple for us to embarrass our friend or to scream at them and feel and blame them, which is all the derivatives of what murder could mean. And God's like, I get that. When you're experiencing that, I want to be there with you because I can help you get out of those limitations. I can help you fulfill this of, of not murdering, of not embarrassing somebody, of not deceiving somebody, of not being jealous of somebody. When you connect to your core within me. I can I can be there with you in your limitations. And that's why I think it's so beautiful that the name of the Torah portion is Yitro, which is Moses' father-in-law, who before he converts, knows every single, is like the idol guru, and literally experiences, in a sense, every other type of spirituality in the world. And in a sense, and engages, and really engages his mind and gets into all his spiritual journey. And then after that, chooses God. And we name this story after him because... We're supposed to get into our Egypt and face it and through that turn to God as a source of healing, not just to find spirituality in the big abstracts and in big random times, but in the specifics of our everyday. So I hope that this week's um, message helps you kind of fuse that spiritual and physical self to what we say in the Talmud, know God in all your ways, um, to find spirituality in everyday moments. So sending Shabbat Shalom to you. And this has been a huge journey of my life and honor to be part of it with you guys.